with a little help from John Lennon. It's Questions for Lennon. Okay, welcome to Questions for Lennon, the advice podcast where we answer emailed questions from you, our listeners. I'm your host, European rock and roll guitarist, John Lennon. And I've got to tell you, I've got an interesting day here in New York City. It's warm. It's getting warmer by the minute. And uh, I'm looking out my window here. I'm seeing two... uh, Pigeons. I was going to say doves, but these the, these two are not doves. These are not these are gross animals. And I, I noticed them. They were pecking at each other's head. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if it's something that happens in the pigeon world. If anyone knows, please write in, uh, tweet me as soon as you can if we can figure this thing out. Because I'm either going to shoo them away or call uh, sort of a, a relationship expert and bring them to get, bring figure them out. Folks, we've got a great show for you today. An absolutely wonderful show. An old pal of mine, Dougie Bugalago, is here. Now, Dougie Bugalago, we'll get into it when, when I bring him on, but he was, he's a real estate agent. He got me set up with my place on Long Island over at uh, Massapequa, I think is what, was, is what that's called, where I live, my second home. Let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome real estate agent Dougie Bugalago. Hey, it's Dougie Bugalago. <laughs> I've never had a, I've never had luck with your name, Dougie. I'm gonna stick with Dougie. You know what, John? You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. You know what I mean, John? Dougie. Bugalago. I know what you mean. For for your listeners, for my listeners, for your listeners, and now my listeners as well. If you do call Dougie late for dinner, what happens? I know what happens, but tell me what happens. Well, you know, uh, it's, it's it runs in the Bugalago family, but uh, Dougie Bugalago, you know, got a bit of a heart condition and uh, veins going down the arms into the hands. So if I'm not eating on a regular basis, the blood starts to boil, feet get swollen, armpits start sweating, eyes get bloodshot, mouth gets full of blood, uh, um, screaming, uh, and not not intentional, not conscious. But it's the Dougie Bugalago way. I'm hungry, a man's gonna eat. And, and you get so, right, you go sort of red, blind with rage, you see red. You're blind with rage and you see red. You know, that never made sense to me. But you just start, you swing, and you're swinging your arms around. I'm swinging blindly. And I might, you know, sometimes I'm hidden, you know, I got my uh, my ex-girlfriend, you know, she's my girlfriend again, but Crystal Jewelry, who you met when I sold you that uh, house on uh, uh, Massapequa, Ica pod crane and uh, uh, when I start swinging you know when I'm hungry blood pressure is low she goes here comes Dougie just the Dougie Bugalago way he's swinging he can't see you know he can't see which is a problem you end up hurting your wrists your wrists and your fists terribly hurt, hurt my girlfriend uh, here John is what I'm trying to say was on Dougie Bugalago swinging fists with crystal jewelry in the kitchen I might hit a woman John it's a bit, a bit of a bigger know, deal than hurting a wrist <laughs> I'm saying you're hurting your wrists and fists because you're hitting into the walls and things. But yeah, don't I'm hit her. I'm saying I might hit a woman. If I'm blind with hunger, John, I might hit a woman and Dougie Bugalago, that's not his way. That's not Dougie Bugalago. The Dougie Bugalago I know is a, a lover, not a fighter. That's exactly right, yes. The way you attack your life and your, your profession, it's with, you know, the biggest open heart you can imagine. It's just when you... When you're not fed, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. 
That's exactly you right. Get, you go off the rails. You absolutely go off the rails. How is Crystal, uh, 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 Julie? Crystal <laughs> is doing amazing, you know, because, you know, when you met me, she was my ex-wife. And then she was my ex-fiance, then fiance again, then girlfriend, then best friend. Now back to girlfriend. And we're together okay. again, and she's doing good. She's got, uh, she's an entrepreneur as well. She's selling her, uh, her uh, glass baubles. And uh, they're really taking off. You know, you saw the bobbles, didn't I? Give you a couple of bobbles. In? The bo- have I seen the bobbles? Sure, they 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 uh, decorate my whole Massapequa place. Mm-hmm. That was a great deal. When you, I liked. A lot of people don't like this, but I like when Crystal comes with you to the house showings. That's right. She's just kind of there, and you know, asking me questions about what type of bobbles I want. And I, it's I kind of all of a sudden, I never even thought about bobbles, glass bobbles, and all of a sudden, here I am. Writing a check for you know fifty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars worth of, of baubles, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I didn't don't know how it happened, but oh, there I well, am. Well, that's the thing about Crystal too. You know, she you bring a woman like like Crystal with you any in any sort of business endeavor, and the other men there are gonna go, wow, that's a woman. You know, because she's got that she got that crunchy kind of blonde hair that's tall as the day right. is long. She's got those long nails that could scratch the underside of you. You know what? If you wanted to, you know, she's the kind of um, woman to make you make you think about that kind of stuff. And you little that's the kind of woman a Dougie Bugla would get right it's a woman that is intimidating but a woman you want to impress and you're also a little confused because she's got the bleach the starch bleach hair sticking straight up when you're saying if she's got high mm-hmm. you know crunchy hair mm-hmm. it is she lays down and puts gel in her yeah. hair and lets it you know dry straight well, up. she hangs from the ceiling you know crystal jewelry before she did the bobbles she had the a ski boot uh business where you could attach your ski boots to the ceiling from a pole and uh she does hanging upside down for her. it's called hair volume uh triple x i've heard about the triple well i know it's now triple x it used to just be the xl well then vin triple diesel is... took over after that she he did all the commercials for her he made those long long commercials many of them Right, right. Well, Vin Diesel, he's a great actor. You know what? I, you're talking about upside, being upside down. Can you believe people are still... This was a, a month ago almost, maybe half a month ago. People are still talking about this 50 cent thing of him being upside down at the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm. Hey, can you believe it? Well... Did you watch the... Did you, did you, Dougie, did you, did you watch football? Of course, Dougie Bugalago. I mean, you know, I got together with a bunch of men that I know, and I said, let's watch the Super Bowl, you know, to, to get the men together. And then, you know, every commercial break, I took that as an opportunity to say, you, you want me to sell your house? Your house for sale? You know, sell your house. So, because you see, when, oh, men, when men are watching sports, they're thinking competitive. I want to be better than the other men. So I, I kind of swoop in there. Well, let me sell your house. Get you something better. Get you something bigger. You look at 50 Cent hanging upside down. Big gut, big brain, strong muscles. You know, that guy's got a big house. That's the Dougie Bugalago guarantee. Right. Yeah, I Did you sell him his house? I did, yeah. 50 yeah. Cent? You did. So you're, when you get your friends together, it's more of a, uh, I'm going to get money from these people and use them, pit them against each other to sort of uh, compete. I wouldn't say that. Really, I want to be a role model for them. I'm the kind of man Dougie Bugalago is. I say, here's my life. You know, you want to go the Dougie Bugalago way? I'll show you. I sell houses. Uh-huh. You know, do I have a house? No. I live out of the trunk of my car because why? Would you Would you trust the skinny chef? No, right? Because he's not eating his own food. No, why t- he's not eating. Why trust a realtor who can't sell his own house? Right. If you got that a makes, realtor no, that's that makes... living in a house, run. They're not doing right. their job. Yo. They don't know how to do their job. Come on. You know, when I you move to a new town, the town's got two 
uh, barbers who work there. Who do you go to? The guy with the good haircut? No, you go to the guy with the terrible haircut. Exactly. He's, he's he, you know, he's doing the Dougie Bugalago method. He's too busy, you know, to cut his own hair because he's got those scissors fused to his hands and he's chopping up all the, the wiry gray hair of the old men in the neighborhood and he gets off on it. He gets hard on it. Oh, oh, well, that's that's the type of, uh, you know, Baba I sort of veer away from. Anyone getting off on uh, cutting my hair? But then again, I use I cut my own hair. Do you get off on it? Uh, no, I don't get off on it. I, I've never gotten off on cutting my well, own you know hair. What? I will go on record and say that. That's where, you know, that's where you need someone like me. You know, you got to hang out with me. Dougie Bugalago more in your life, John, because if you're not doing things that are getting you hard, you're doing the wrong things. I'm trying to hang out with you, Dougie, but you spend so much time working. You know, we used to have a standing tennis uh, reservation at the New York uh, Tennis Club. Mm, until I sold it, yeah. Until you sold it. And and it is pronounced the New York uh, Tennis Club. That's right. I don't know why they went with that. But yeah, until you sold it out from under my nose. Not that I owned it. Well, that's why I was, was there with you, John, playing tennis. Because every time I would go, I would talk to the... Talk to the tennis ball sales salesman, and I would say, "Who owns this place?" And then that's when he introduced me to Joey Tomato, who who actually owns the joint. And then I convinced him to sell it. That's why we can't play tennis there no more because I'm good at my job. Dougie Bugalago. You're too good at your job. I just wish you didn't have an ulterior motive every time you hung out with somebody. You're buying and selling, and I know it's your passion. And you don't tell you know you don't tell a painter not to paint. That's what they love to do, and that's what they're good at. Every single painter is good at it. No, you're right, John. You just, know, I'm sorry. You know, today, you know, Dougie Bugalago promise. When we do these questions today, when we're helping people out, when I'm giving you advice, all that stuff, I promise to you, I'm not going to bring up houses. I'm not going to bring up making money. I'm just going to be your friend. Okay, I, I that is a good promise. You are not going to do any of those things. Fantastic. Okay. Can I, I gotta say to, uh, you named Dougie Bugalago, it really, the way, I can barely figure out the name. There's so many G's and O's and U's zipping around. When you say it, it really just flops out of your mouth in so, well, you do have, you do have sort of a, a guttural thing going on. And I know you've always had, uh, post-nasal drip, mucus in the throat, but I, it feels like you do need that type of, you need that type of, uh. I don't know what do you what do you call it nasal uh, composition to make your name happen. Uh, well, you know, if anyone's got the Dougie Bugalago nasal comp- composition, it's you, John Lennon. I mean, listen to yourself. You sound like you've been backed up with a snot heebie-jeebies and a booga fest for years. Well, I well, I did go to bo- booga fest. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna get into my. You booga played booga fest, didn't you? My, I played Booger Fest for for a couple years straight, and I, you know, those are those are venues and those are shows that I don't want to get into because it will gross the audience out. Let's just say, you know, a, a box of Kleenex will it does half the job at a Booger Fest. <laughs> what do you mean? There are so many boogers and snots flying around everywhere. Oh, it does half the job for one face. person? Yes, they you, you go you go there and they've got one box of Kleenex for the whole. Show for the whole festival. For all the people, they got one box of Kleenex, and it does half the job. That's actually pretty good. Not a lot of boogers there, then I guess. Uh, but they, but yeah, there are a lot of boogers, and guess what? One booger is too many boogers. <laughs> Not a booger fest, is it? Sorry, John. I don't mean to fight. No, I don't mean to fight with you, but you're not making sense here. <laughs> no, no, give it to me. If, if I'm if I'm out of line, give it right back to me. I love that t- type of uh, sort of tete a tete. Just like those pigeon outside, pigeons outside your window, huh? Yeah, let me see what they're up to now. 
Yeah, well, now, now that now one's pecking at the other's foot, and the, the other one whose foot is getting pecked is just rolling his eyes, thinking, what are we doing? John, can I be honest with you about something? Sure. So first you're going to complain that Boogerfest has too many boogers. You say even more than one booger is too many boogers for a place called Boogerfest. Then you're going to pivot the conversation to, oh, there's a pigeon pe- pecking another pigeon's foot. I want to ask you, you know, Dougie Boogalago to Dougie Boogalago, like, wh- when was the last time you got laid? Uh, let's see. When did I, well, I, I, so I died in 1980, as the legend goes. I died then, and I came back to life in 1984, as everyone knows, mm-hmm. everyone in the, who's listening to this podcast. I was at your birthday party. Thank you. And and by the way, the 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 uh, Yankees mugs, uh, coffee mugs you gave me was so great. Of course. The the set of two, I still have them in my kitchen. I don't even use them. I, I got them framed. Oh, you don't. And it's hard you don't to use fr- them. It's hard to frame a, a mug. That's too bad because I actually had a little prank that I'd written on the bottom, so that when you're drinking it, you other people would see it. It would say, "My house is for sale." So that when you're drinking it, people would start to ask you, you want to buy your house. But you never drank well, it, I'm so that's glad, why you no, never sold I'm glad I did that then. I'm glad they're behind, uh, you know, inch-thick lucite casing uh, and on my wall. Because I don't want anyone to take my Dakota house. My Dakota apartment is, I live there, I will always live there. I love that place. Oh, well, I'm so glad. I, I like to find somebody you're not, to match You're not getting the Dakota from me. No, no, you're not, you're not getting that. You're not taking that from me, Dougie. Mm. All right, well, John, what's what's with you then? When are you going to find yourself your own oh, crystal Oh, when, jewelry, I, when huh? the last time I got laid was the question. That was when I was with Elko. And she, of course, thought I died. I No one told her I came back to life. Because, uh, again, everyone knows this. I, I was wearing, I had borrowed one of her black berets. I really liked it. And I don't want to give it back. And so I don't want anyone to know that. <laughs> I don't want her to know that I'm alive. Because then I'd have to give back the beret. And a number of other, you know, maybe relationship problems that we can get into uh, on a different podcast. But so, yeah, it was back in the it was back in 1980, the night I died. Okay, it's good to know. I wasn't aware that you were so bound by the rules of true history. But (laughs) (laughs) I am I am, uh, if nothing but a, a true historian freak fanatic well you know Dougie Buglago I don't obey history and you're gonna see that we're gonna make history today when we answer these questions you're gonna see that's the Dougie Buglago guarantee I'm gonna shatter some walls break some ceilings not just for the women but for the men too I love that and and I, I gotta say so yo you say your name a lot that's no fine. I don't I like that okay and uh I don't know how to respond to that so, I haven't been saying that have I Dougie Buglago I'm pretty sure I only said that at the beginning. It I seems said, hi, like I'm you're using it. That's the normal amount to say your name. You you use the third person, which I love, but you're also you say it as if my name is also Dougie Boogalago. Yes, like you you say it first and then you talk to me. I just want the audience to know I'm still going by John, <laughs> and Dougie Boogalago is going by Dougie Boogalago, and. One of his quirks is saying his name a lot. That's all we need okay, to know. Okay, no, you're right, you're right. And when I said no, I didn't, it was just because I was testing you, pushing you. Because I am doing it, but I'm doing it subliminally. Because if you can hear, even your voice is starting to sound like my voice, Dougie Bugalago. So we're becoming kind of the same kind of Dougie Bugalago. And that's the kind of effect I have on people. And when I'm recruiting, when I'm selling houses, I need little assistance. I need people to help show the houses, yep. buy the houses, sell the houses. I need what I call them my mini Bugalagos. And so I'm always on the lookout yep. for a mini Bugalago. And sometimes people are impressionable, like you, John. You're a little bit impressionable. And see, not not a mere five minutes into the podcast, you're telling your viewers, I'm not Dougie Bugalago. Okay, okay. If you say so, you're not Dougie Bugalago. Right. And now I kind of look like a little bit of an insane person because <laughs> to anyone who's listening, I am Dougie Bugalago. 
I, me, me taking on someone else's uh, accent or voice uh, would not be the first time that's <laughs> happened to me on this podcast or other podcasts. Okay, let's let's get into some of the questions here. We need to help some people. People want, they've got questions, they've got advice questions, and we're going get to get into it. Here we go. All right. Hello, Mr. Lennon and his esteemed guests. That's you, Dougie. I was recently informed by my boss that I am being underpaid for my current position. He said he would be willing to support my case for a raise in a few months when I'll have one year tenure under my belt, but I don't want to work for several months while being underpaid. Should I look for greener pastures elsewhere or demand a raise immediately? Or perhaps a third option I haven't yet considered. Thanks in advance for your insight, Jake. Wow, Jake, is... that is not very Dougie Buglago of your boss. Right, Dougie Buglago would have already had the raise. That's right. And Jake, I mean... Giving money back to the boss because you're making too much of it. This guy here, he's been working there for 10 years. He got 10 years. <laughs> well, it's, it's spelled and pronounced tenure, but uh, yeah, it could be 10 years. How long does it take to get tenure? 10 years? At uh, this... I probably, that's probably why it's called tenure. Tenure is too long to not go without the nickels and dimes of your dreams. Dougie Buglogo. That, that's, uh, you know, you know, truer words that have been spoken. I don't understand why this person, uh, Jake, will call him, and that's what he calls himself. Jake is working here and doesn't want to. I'm just rereading this. Greener pastures, oh, demand a raise. Yeah, that's kind of tough. What kind of, what kind of boss comes up and says, hey, you're being underpaid? <laughs> what... I don't un- I don't get that at all. I've never heard of such a thing. Well, uh, I will the admit, boss is a manager. Sometimes I do that it's... to my uh, mini bugaloggles. As I mentioned before, I got my mini bugaloggles to go out. They find the homes for sale. They they run the open houses when I'm sick or I have diarrhea. And these mini bugal- are the mini bugaloggles. Are they the the little um, you know uh, grew minions that were running all around your the, when you were showing me the no, house? No, no, they're the they're not like minions. Guy. The mini bugaloggles they. They wear little overalls, they have goggles, um, they eat bananas, but they're not like the minions from the kids' show, no. That's, right, they're nothing like them. No, they're the, nothing okay. like them. They have little yellow skin, they have uh, they have big teeth, right. um, big eyes, and... Um, the hair sort of sticks out, it's like thick strands of hair that stick straight yes, out. Yes, yeah, yeah. They, um, they love to say, you know, stuff like chiquita banana, stuff like that, but... Uh, right. No, my mini bugaloggles, they're more professional than that. Then, you know, they run around, they help me with the business. And I have said to them one or two times before, you know, hey, Dougie, Dougie Bugalago, Dougie honest truth here, you're being underpaid. You know, just to fuck with them. You... Oh, just to fuck with yeah, them. Yeah, so... And, and say, say who stays and who, who wants to stay. Well, actually, what I'll do is I'll get a group of four of them together and I'll say, listen, 70% of the people in front of me are being underpaid. And then I walk away. Wow. And then just to see, you know, who's going to scrap it out? Who's going to duke it out? Who's going to come to me, elbows uh, elbows right. up, throwing fists, sleeves rolled, pants down, you know, eyes eyes on fire, heart set on it, getting a raise. Right, right. Well, we would do that in the Beatles all the time. Or we would get our lawyers and managers and the whole team together in, in a room, and I would put a spiked baseball bat down on the, on the, uh, the table. And I'd say, one of you is not going to be here anymore after after this today and we would leave the room uh, who's we would leave the room the beatles oh oh i they was i i was a european rock and roll guitar player for this band oh. called the beatles oh the, okay i'm well, sorry no. more 60s 70s sort of era okay so we would leave and sure enough somebody would be 
Well, we don't know what happened to him. We just never saw somebody, one of those people anymore. Okay, so I like that. Well, we would never say it was a money thing. We no. would just say one of you will not make it out. Of course. No, John, I like that about you. You know, that's the first time I've heard you say something that's a little bit Dougie Boogie logo. You know, at the end of the day, you got to kind of pressure people. You got to push them around and see what they're made of. So I think for this guy, Jake, you said his name was, does, does he have a surname? Does he have a last name, that Jake? Let me see. I I don't have a surname on him, but let's we could let's say Jake um, Frake. Jake Frake. See, that's not gonna work. I was gonna suggest Jake's gotta got a name that you know you want to say a couple times, like a Dougie right. Bugalago kind of right. kind of thing. Right. You don't know. You don't think of a guy like Jake Frake being like, you know, the way Jake Frake is gonna do things. Exactly. Blah blah blah. You know. You don't want to hear that. You, ooh, Frake. I'm already not sold on Jake. That's a big hard. K sound sort of knocking you on the side That's of the That's exactly right. I would I would say my first bit of advice for Jake would be change the name to something like uh, Jaish. Jaish? J-A-S-H-E, Jaish. It's a nice smooth end on that Yeah, thing. and throw a Jackarado on the end there. Yeah, Jaish Jackarado. Jackarado, you're saying. Jaish Jackarado. And, you know, you can kind of walk in there, slam your dick on the table. That's the kind of a name that, you know, demands attention and demands a, a, a pay raise. Right. And when you, you, you mean metaphorically, slam your dick on the table. Well, not exactly. I mean, it could be your own dick. If you're worried about getting in trouble, bring a little prop dick with you. Something that evokes a sensation of, uh-oh, this guy's a sexual storm. Oh, okay. Now, now I'm very curious what his job is. Oh, yeah, well, 10 years of something. Who knows? Ten years too long for this for Jake. I think you go. Do you do you? What is it? Greener pastures elsewhere, or demand a raise immediately? Again, depends on the job. If it's something like uh, you know you're scooping ice cream, great job, great job to have. It's get you free ice cream all your life. But uh, there are other ice cream shops. That's exactly. Do you right. know what I mean? Oh yeah. If but let's say you're the uh, uh, pitcher for the, the Mets. Are they the Mets pitching? Yeah, and you could get tenure doing something like that. You could do that if you'd love to do it for ten years, because you get to watch free baseball. Of but you, you would probably greener pastures might not be out there for you. You know what I mean? You might want to stay put. That's exactly right. But I think at the end of the day, really, the best advice we can give you is change your name, slam your dick out, and be confident. Yeah, I do. I do like this idea of demand the money. If you know you're not getting paid correct, or just do a half of a half-ass job at work show up late leave your old coffee cups unwashed coffee cups in the sink that type of thing be a real pain in the ass to everyone yeah yeah you know what sometimes you can do a little bit of mental warfare too you know make an appointment with your boss come in sit down do the dick stuff or not depending on what you're feeling and then just yeah whatever you're comfortable with jay and then you could just tell him you know oh you know i know you said i'm not making enough but someone here at the company has agreed to pay me $50,000. Just say it like that. Somebody here at the company, dot, dot, dot. Like, like leave it hanging. And he'll go, who? And you'll say, can't say and walk out. That will make him think somebody else at the company is willing to be your boss and give you all the lavish things that you deserve. Exactly. And, and do a little bit of research on how much you're getting paid. Because if you go in there and say, you know, somebody's paying me 50000 they might say, okay, well, we pay you. 80, that's 000. true yeah i guess you gotta think and you're due for a raise but if you want to get paid that much by that person oh yeah. okay then just a tweet to what i said say somebody's gonna pay me fifty thousand tips in tips nice. so then that way nice. they can assume they're gonna pay you fifty thousand more than what you're already making fifty thousand in tips and you can kind of 50, nod your head in you tips. Say it. yeah 
and they'll say tips you know we don't really do that here at this accounting firm and, you and then say, you say this is not open too for bad discussion. the money's already spent exactly maybe. then shove shove that person him or her the boss shove them shove the receptionist shove your way out of the place and go home for the day because that probably took a lot out That's of you. working up the the guts for something like Amazing. that. Amazing. Those are Dougie Bugloggle. You would scream your own name in celebration as you slap the ceiling on your way out. But you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, yell Jake fake. No. Frake or you whatever. Wouldn't. So that's your, first your order of business. Well, Jake, I hope that helped. God bless you, Jake. I think we did it. I think that helped him quite a bit. Uh, let me see what other uh, question we got here. Well, questions for Lennon. It is actually the name of the podcast. Hey, John, I had a Brandy Alexander during a business luncheon and was absolutely sidelined for the rest of the day. How did you manage to record Get Back when you were filled to the brim with those bad boys? Thanks. Oh, this is interesting. Thanks, Johnny Lennon Osh. So this person's name is Johnny Osh, but they threw Lennon in the middle there. That'd be a little bit appro- appropriate for the... The, the thing we're doing here, the podcast episode. Hmm. This person got drunk at uh, their luncheon for business luncheon. What is a luncheon? I, I want to start saying luncheon more. Well, I think, you know, it's a long version and the delicate version, the elegant kind of royal version of a lunch. So I think a luncheon's got definitely um, one or two Dougie Bugalago guarantees, uh, croissants, uh, red wine, uh, salad with fish in it, stuff like that. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's a luncheon. Salad with fish in But it. you know, uh, a, a Brandy Alexander. I mean, I used to date her. And now, who are you talking Max, about? You know, Because you're still, you're still friends with her, Oh, right? yeah. If we're talking about the same thing. I person. mean, Crystal Jewelry is my current girlfriend, but you know, I was with Brandy for a long, many years before that. 11 years with uh, Brandy wow. Alexander. She really took me for the ride of my life. Short little plaid skirts, rock and roll, choker necklace, uh, pierced cool. nose, Big blue eyes, right. braids down to the floor, you know, he- hearing aids. Fuzzy Kangol hat. Oh, yeah. She was a real... I mean, the Dougie Bugalago no. Brandy Alexander match made in heaven. That, I, you two together were wild. It, it was, I remember we would go out, you know, you would see it at bars and restaurants and things. It was like, you know, finish your meal as fast as you can because the show's about to start and it is fucking insane the way you two would... You would go table to table eating people's food. Oh, yeah. You'd have microphones connected to a PA system that not every restaurant has handy, but uh, somehow you made it work. And you're yelling and screaming, this is the best fucking night of yeah. our lives, everyone. Yeah. Do this cocaine with us. Yeah. What? The? Okay. These two are very, you're a persuasive person anyway. And Brandy Alexander was just, you could, you do anything. She's, she's so, you just want to be a part of the team, uh, you know. We could have, you know, we started selling houses together, but the two of us were just too powerful. What would end up happening is someone would sell a house to us and then we'd accidentally buy it from the other and then she'd sell it back to me and I'd sell it back to her and back and forth, you know. Sure. That when two people are too good at selling, it doesn't work. You're not losing money, you're not making money, you're just doing paperwork at that point. That's exactly right. But the sex was incredible. Sure. I mean, we all, at any restaurant, we all saw it. That's the way the night would go. You two having sex on the tables. and. Or I'd say, she's just sitting on my lap. That's all. I'm just bouncing her up and down a little. She'd go, I'm just getting bounced up and down a little. It's not sex, we'd say. Right. And we, but it was never, no one had a problem with it. Everyone was like, what? We don't care. You don't have to. This is so great. You two are so great together. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. 
Uh, so that ended. And how did that end? That was... A, it was the Boogalago was a, bounce, pretty... by the way, that move. If you want to try it no, with any I, sort of I, girlfriend. I, I, I was trying to keep that secret so the world didn't know, you know, you move. But anyways, uh, anyway, so yeah, that's uh, my experience with Brandy Alexander. So this man saying he went out with her too? He, no, no, hold on. I don't want you to, no, you don't. Who the fuck I don't want to, went out with Brandy no, 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 no. Alexander? Hold on a second, Dougie. I don't want to get it twisted. I'm, I'm saying that now, by the way. I'm, I don't want to get it twisted. I'm using that sort of parlance. This person ate, drank a drink called the Brandy Alexander. I used to drink them all the time. Oh, but st- I still drink them all the that's time. That's her signature but cocktail. The little it's a sig- the Slurpee Brandy mixed Alexander. with the vodka, with the umbrella straw, with the side of licorice, with the tomato sauce, with the right. hot pepper cayenne, exactly. and the wine glass with a little Costa glued to the bottom. Right. Exactly. Uh, the po- the Costa glued is genius, whoever came up well, with Well, yeah, because if you don't drink it fast enough, Dougie Bugalaga rules, you got to eat the Costa. Hope you like cardboard. If you like cardboard, you're going to love a Dougie Boogaloo drink. Well, that's the Brandy Alexander with the Dougie Boogaloo guarantee. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Gotcha. It's just a lot sometimes with the Boogaloo guarantees and who is Dougie Boogaloo and am I now him? Uh, It's a lot. So you do, and you speak very rapidly. So you you need to give me a chance every once in a while to just sort of Shake it off and say, where are no, we? Of, of course. What are we doing? John Lennon, that's what I like about you. You know, you run slow, like a slow little bathtub jacuzzi, the water dripping out of the spot. You're just filling it up slow, warm with bubblies. And I'm over here, right. I'm, you know, I'm a loquacious lava shake with a volcano tornado. And that's what makes us work. You know, we're like yin and yang. Right. So just going, to, going off what I was just saying, I don't understand a word you just said, but I know we're sort of, on the same page for now. Oh, Dougie Boogalagle. So, now you're saying I'm Dougie Boogalagle or you are? I guess it's the way I kind of say it to comfort myself. Like, okay. Dougie, you're still okay. here. Right. They see you. You know what? Dougie Boogalagle, you, you're here. You made it. I like that. And, and I think for uh, Johnny Osh here, the person we're helping out, you know, you're still here. Sure, you had a bad, you had mm. a bad, a rough shake at a luncheon or mm-hmm. whatever. And you, you had to sideline you for the rest of the day. You're here, man. And we're here for you. And that's just about all it's going to have to be. But wait. Johnny, I hope that helps. No, it doesn't help. Because, John, what <laughs> oh, about your shit. side of it? You owe this man a little bit of an explanation. He wants to know how you made your art when you were all looped up on Jugo beans. Oh, I'm a, I'm a um, uh, you know, musical uh, uh, genius. You know, I do whatever. It's so easy to me. I could be on anything, up, down, tired, whatever. I'm great. And I can do it all. Uh, it takes a special person to do what I do, and uh, for you, Johnny, it's just you got drunk at work, and you might be good at other things, but uh, getting drunk at work is not your strong suit. John, can I ask you this? I know you said you could make any sort of art, you know, when you're up on anything. Sure. Can you make art when you're not on anything? Can you make art when you're just sitting with yourself, being comfortable with who you are as a man and a husband and a father? Yeah, you have kids, Sure, I probably could, but, you know, I, it's... Well, you know, it's something that uh, I don't like to do very often is sit face to face with myself and really take a hard look at who I am and who they come. Uh, it's, it, it's a dark place. It's a very frightening endeavor to do something like that. Yeah, maybe I hide behind the drugs and the alcohol and 
making fun of people who can't drink as much as me. And, and I go out and I give people a hard time who have less than I do to make myself feel better. And maybe it is a, a product of uh, the way I was raised and sort of the uh, rush I would get when I used to have control of things. I need control, always control. I do what I say or I'm gone. Put on, John, put on the masks. Yeah. Put on all the masks. Do what you have to do to make it difficult for people so they have to cater to you. Uh, but I think at this point, uh, I could, I, I really enjoy doing the drugs and alcohol. Wow. Okay. So I see we have a little bit of a mini bugalago on our hands here. That was incredibly descriptive. That was fast as hell. That was confusing as fuck. You have made it a little Dougie bugalago guarantee of your own. Well, my point being is, uh, those are nothing, those are not aspects of my life I need help with, and I'm doing Good. fine otherwise. Good, great. You convinced me. Absolutely. Well, Johnny, I hope that helped. Hi, John and guest. Possibly one of the Marx brothers? I wish. Dougie? No. It's Dougie you do. Bugloggle. You wish you were a Marx brother. Well, you know, I hmm? wish I had, you know, invented the first airplane. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, those the, those marks, but the way they put the, they just figured it all they out. Really they really did, and the fact that they're brothers. They knew aerodynamics oh, wow. in a way that what a story. no one was ready to try. The three of them, yep, up in um, where was that? That was in Kenny Bunkport, Maine, I believe. They got the the wood, mm -hmm. and then they and ran they as fast as they could car. until takeoff. You heard them screaming off into the sky, "Dougie Bugalago!" Right. In their own and way. There they yeah. go, and that, and th and you know, long story short. That's why we can bounce all across the globe, because of those Mox brothers and the plane they invented. Exactly. God bless them. Well, uh, hi, John and guests, possibly one of the Mox brothers. No, it's Dougie Bugalago. We'd love to have you here. I have worn glasses my whole life, but I think it might be time to try contacts. The thing is, I look good in glasses. Do you think I should take my chances with contacts? Uh, this is from Emily Calloway in Miami. Oh, a woman. Oh. I love the smell of a woman. I love the I love the sound of them, the touch, the taste, the feel. Of cotton. <laughs> of women. Well, okay. I thought with the way you were going off of that way, I said, oh, maybe maybe Dougie's not talking about a woman anymore. He's talking about cotton. No, no, you're right. You're right. Good covering for me, John, because, you know, I'm with Crystal Jewelry, so I can't be heard saying that. So what I will say is I love the, the, the touch, the taste, the, the love making, the orgasms of cotton. Gotcha, gotcha. I love. Wait a minute. I love to take. Wait a minute. A, you taste cotton. Oh yeah, I like no. to find a young cotton and uh, take her out for dinner. A little piece of cotton, get it the get a inside napkin? the butt of a piece of cotton. Oh yeah. Mm. After a nice. Now you're talking about toilet. Now give a give a piece of cotton a lot of red wine and uh, lay a piece of cotton down. You know what I mean? That's okay. a Dougie Bugalago weekend. <laughs> Dougie, I'm trying my best here to sort of save you and cover cover up what you're There's talking about. There's nothing to cover up. You're I'm talking about very... cotton. Good, you tell great. Crystal Jewelry that all you, all you want. I never said anything bad. I said cotton. I will. Next time I'm buying baubles from uh, Crystal. <laughs> Crystal Jewelry is her name. I will not bring any of this up. I will leave it up to you. You too. can bring it up if you want. If you tell her, well, oh, Dougie Bugalago was talking about how much she loves cotton. She'll go, everybody loves cotton. No big deal. No big deal. You're right. It is no big deal. I'm more of a... You know what I like is a wool sweater. Let, now, let's get back to... Emily's problem here. Emily in Miami. Well, you got Miami's a great town, so you got to have the right uh, prescription glasses or contacts to see what's all going on down there because it's so wonderful. So sunny too. Maybe uh, you need a transition lens. 
Oh, do they make transition lens contacts? They do. They really do. Good. That is actually a Dougie, <laughs> <They> really, <laughs> a Dougie Book logo guarantee. They really, they really do. do. <laughs> I know, because I have well, them. That's... I'm wearing them really? right now. As you can see, my eyes are piercing Bugalago blue. When I step outside, they become black as night. You see the whole whites of my eyes get covered in blackness. You see the lids close. The The eyelashes right. get sticky with sweat and gunk. And, and the eyebrows start to droop. The hair gets flat. Sweat runs down my face. Transition lenses. <laughs> yeah, so that's an option too, Emily. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe start with, if you're going to do the context, don't go right with, I think I need transition lenses, but it's getting dark where I am. It is, you know, John, this has been very depressing for me to watch, you know, when we started this podcast, you were in a nice sunny room, and now you're just sitting in the dark, like a little... That's what happens here in New York City. The, you don't turn a light on, and you're just too far away to reach. You don't have a lamp so or anything just let, in, your, in your reach? Not, not within an arm's reach here, and I, I cannot, I refuse... To break up the flow of this podcast, I absolutely refuse. Well, it's it's sad. It's sad to say, but here I am, so, sitting in almost the near dark. You know, Crystal's been trying to convince me to start my own line of uh, Bugalago lamps. It's like Bugalampos, and she wants to use her glass baubles as a way to make kind of a bulb for a lamp. And then I would use my kind of realtor technology to make it so that you got a lamp nearby, but you can just yell at it. You can go, "Hey," or or "Stop that," or whatever you want, and the lamp hey, will turn yo. on. And that's something that what you could you use did? right now. The Boogalago Bobbled Brothers mm. would be... Too close to I know the Marx brothers, brothers, I think. That would be copyright. Yeah, that's true. People would be like, oh, who's this? The the people who made the plane? Exactly. I don't want anything exactly. to do with this. I, we have planes already. Uh, so you've got the transitions. Go with... If you're going to do contacts, go with the contact. But you look good... In, you say you look good in, in glasses. Mm. That's good. We're going to need to see photographic evidence of this because I've never seen a woman look good in glasses. That's true. I've never seen anyone aside from myself and and maybe the Marx Brothers, the main guy from the Marx Brothers, look good in glasses. You know, Brandy Alexander used to wear these rock and roll glasses, but if... Now, what is a rock and roll glass? Rock and roll glasses, you know, the little shape of an electric guitar, the glass inside is right. kind of cracked like a church mosaic, different colors of glass in there. Some glass falling down the sides look like crystal, you know, teardrops of the rock and roll fashion, sparkly, a little bit of glitter on the side, wraps all the way around the right. back of the head for head banging so it doesn't fall off, you know. Good. That kind of thing, that is the type of glasses that, you know, that's a, that's what Dougie Bugalago likes to see his women wear. Because, let's just say, Rock a piece roll. of cotton wearing glasses like that is going to get fucked. <laughs> oh, so what you, of course, mean, you're talking about maybe going to... <laughs> yeah, yes, I remember meeting the cotton you're talking about at the uh, Booger Festival. That's right. Right? Oh, okay. yes. Because I can't take another one of these uh, crystal jewelry phone calls where she calls me up. Who you know who? Uh, oh. <laughs> Who's Dougie fucking? I'm oh gonna my, stop you right there. I don't know right what there. you're talking about. Crystal jewelry. <laughs> do not ever do an impression of my girlfriend again. First of all, she does not. Well, it was spot she on, does right? not sound like Mickey Mouse in that way. She does sound like what? Mickey Mouse, but not in that way. But not in that way. She dresses like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Red shorts true. with the two big buttons. But that's on what makes it. She pulls it off. So sexy, off. you know. She wears those two little suspenders over her nipples with not a shirt underneath, just the buttons glued to her skin. She's the sexiest Mickey's mouse. I'm sure. Is she using the the, the right? She's not. A, she's using a, a skin friendly adhesive, correct? I wouldn't know. Never seen it without it. Oh, really? Okay. Could be a, could be a 3D <laughs> that, that tattoo kind of thing. Anyways, Emily, that could be something you look into. You know, rock and roll glasses, 3D tattoos, something to try to make it more fuckable, if you will. Okay. Well, you know what? 
they got the 3D tattoos. Have you seen these tattoos that glow in the dark? It's used a certain ink. Oh, yeah, yeah. So people are scared of the dark. Right. Get one of those, too. Uh, you know, maybe get glasses <laughs> glasses tattooed on your um, face in glow in the dark. That's a good idea. Get uh, the contacts, but get idea. the glasses tattooed to your face. Yeah, in glow in the dark. I like that. So then when you turn off the lights at night, you're glowing. Okay. You can't even fall asleep. It's glowing so big. I love that. That's a Dougie Boogalago guarantee that you're going to love that for yourself, Emily. And that is a John Lennon uh, agreeing with Dougie Boogalago's guarantee. Well, I hope that helped, Emily. All right. Well, we've, we've you know, that's it for us. We've reached the end. It's sad in a way. That's it. That's all the people that needed help. You know, I got endless bandwidth. There's a lot of people who need help, but we only do maybe three, two or three. We've done one on this show before. It was a waste of everyone's time. Uh, nobody uh, needs help selling a house. Because if you do, anybody listening to this, you need help selling a house, buying a house, call Dougie Book I'll help you. You know, give you a walk, tour through your house. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but... Uh... No, no, this is, you can plug whatever you want now at this, this Okay, point. well, uh, check out my new show on HGTV called Dougie Buglago, uh Flips a Buglago, uh f- Flippin' 101, Fixer Upper, Buglago 101. You're flipping flippin'. your own homes that you that you own? I'm flipping your home, I'm flipping my home. As I said, I mean, I don't really have a home. I'm living out of my own trunk at the moment. Just so you know, I'm focused on you and selling your house. That, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well... You've helped me out all these years moving from place to place. My my massive Pequok Bay place is great. You love you know, I fantastic. remember selling that house too, and I used that uh Boogle Ago trick on you where I uh I kinda walk you through the house and at the end I pretend I didn't see that there's another room. And you go, Oh, we didn't look at that room and I go, What room? And I pretend it's a room that only you can see, and that's what really gets people to buy the house. Right. This is a special place for me. Only you this can is... see it. You're probably the only one that can walk in there. And when you're in there you're invisible to us. Well, here's what I here's what I think the uh, uh, here's what I think the Dougie Bugalago trick is: selling a great product, having confidence, and being honest with someone. Well, I've never heard it put so concisely. Thank you, John. I love you for saying <laughs> you, that. The way you talk about your business, it's you know we don't have time. There's not enough podcasting time in the world. Wow, can you know what? I'm gonna get you to write that on my business card, which is a birthday card, by the way. This is Happy Bugalago <laughs> on the front, so that people are enticed to open it, and then when they open it, it says, "I'm gonna sell your house." And if we could put what you said inside the card, I think that would help people to really understand who Dougie Bugalago is. I think we could do it. You could have it. You could have that thing. I'm not trademarking. Can you repeat it again, it. exactly as you said it? Yeah, just exactly yes. as I said it. Okay, here's the Bugalago. Here's the, here's the Dougie Bugalago trick. Uh, you sell a quality product, and h- hell, I'm gonna treat you the. I'm, I'm gonna treat you as if I was hmm. selling this house to my okay, mother. Okay, that sounded different than the first time how you said it, but I still like it. You, no, I I think if we check the tape, it'll sound exactly. Okay, the same. maybe you're right. My memories could be fading me. You know, too many uh, rock and roll no. nights out with uh, you know Brandy Alexander. And you are you are in your eighties. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Well, thanks so much, Dougie, for coming by. Of course, I love you like a brother, John. I always have an O as well. And I love you like my realtor who I see go crazy at restaurants. All right. (laughs) Everyone else, good luck out there.